Wednesday was just not the day for the Red Sox after they dropped the game to the Rays and the series. They lost the game 7-1 at Fenway Park in what was Brian Bayo's MLB debut. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked on Red Sox podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of every single day. I am your host, Nessens Lauren Campbell. My co-host, Massachusetts Pirates team insider Jake Ignazewski, is in the Bay Area with the Pirates as they continue their run to the playoffs. He will be joining us this weekend. He has a very special episode about Chris Sale, and he was able to attend the game at, at Polar Park and see Chris Sale's rehab start which we will talk about later on in the show. Today we are going to dive into kind of what went wrong in Wednesday's game, and it was a lot of it. We'll look at Brian Bayo's debut and also how the offense just could not do anything. We'll also check out, like I said, how Chris Sale did in Worcester. And as always, we'll end this show with the Mental Health Minute. But let's talk Bayo. So we had Wussox producer, my fiancé, Derek Willand, on the show earlier this week, kind of what fans should be expecting realistically from Bayo. And he kind of hit the nail on the head. Derek predicted four and a third innings from Bayo, giving up four runs. And Bayo went four innings and gave up four runs. But there's no reason to be discouraged here. It was his first start. It was against a really tough team in the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Rays did a really, really good job of taking the Fenway Park crowd out of this game early. After three innings, Tampa was up four, uh, four nothing, And the crowd was just kind of discouraged after that. But we should not be discouraged about Bayo. I think at the end of the day, he it's his first start. You're not going to judge someone on their first start in MLB. He's young. He's dominating in Worcester. We know that stuff is there. We saw flashes of that stuff there during Wednesday's game. And he had a lot of fun. He said after the game that he wasn't really all that nervous. He was just having fun. And obviously, he wishes he could do better and give the fans more. But at the end of the day, I think we saw flashes of what he could be for the future. And I'm really excited to see how the Red Sox continue to develop him, how he does for the rest of the season, whether that he gets a second shot with Boston. I'm unsure if they're going to option him back to Worcester or if he will get a second shot in the rotation with Rich Hill, Nate Evaldi, and Michael Waka injured. It sounds like Michael Waka could start Friday, which is exciting because he missed his last start with a dead arm or a tired arm. But I, there's no reason to sit here and be like, well, Bayo's a bust because it's one start. He didn't do all that bad. It was the offense too. That was just bad. (laughs) They have been really bad for the last two games in particular. And in Wednesday's game, the Red Sox had six hits in 34 at bats. The Rays had 10 hits and 36 at bats. The Red Sox left runners on base Wednesday in the second, third, seventh, and eighth inning. The pitchers gave up nine walks in total and 10 the other day. You cannot do that. And the walks are a concern, yes, but another major concern is that Wednesday dropped the Red Sox to 0-8 in series against the AL East. They have yet to win a series against an opponent in the AL East. Yes, they are that bad against teams in their own division. And if you make it to October in the postseason, you obviously need to win against teams in your division. 
So the Red Sox really need to figure this out against the AL East. Overall, they are 9-18 and against teams in their division, batting 242, scoring 3.6 runs per game. Starters have a 421 ERA. The bullpen has a 396 ERA. And here's the bad news. 15 of the remaining games in July for the Red Sox are against AL East opponents. And that trend continues Thursday night when they kick off a four-game series against the New York Yankees at Fenway. The, the atmosphere is going to be electric. And this is going to be a good test for Boston, even if they were to sweep this series against New York, that's not going to make a difference in the standings. It's going to, it'll make a difference, but they're not going to leapfrog New York by any means. They have a very, very comfortable cushion in that first spot in the ALE's division standings. But Garrett Cole goes Thursday night for the Red Sox. This would be a great opportunity for the Red Sox to kind of jump all over him like they have in the past, start this series off strong. It is a four-game series, so it, I, I just want them to go 500. I would love for them to win this series, but the, the way the trends have, go, have gone for the Red Sox this season against teams in their division, I'll be happy with 500. Someone that didn't shine too bright was Chris Sale in his rehab start with the Woo Sox, and we'll talk about that in our second segment of Locked on Red Sox. But what does shine is jewelry from our friends at Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring to gifting a classic timeless jewelry piece at all prices that you will not find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers then will handcraft the perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Locked on Red Sox listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. That also includes purchases of engagement rings. Use the code Locked On. That is code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in a discreet package that will not give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. So the plan for Chris Sale was to throw five innings for the Woo Sox on Wednesday. He only got through three and two-thirds. He could not get out of the fourth inning. He gave up three hits and earned run. He did strike out five, but... Like his friends in the big leagues, he gave up a lot of walks. He did give up five walks. Now, while they were a bit high, I don't feel like the walks were all that bad. They were close pitches. He was really cutting corners. They were close pitches on some of those walks. So after the game, Jake was able to go to the game and talk to Chris Sale afterwards. We will drop that audio for you on Friday or Saturday. So be sure to keep an eye out for that. And even though Sale was upset with himself, he was not happy with how the start went. He did say that a start like this, like the one he had, was good for him because now he knows what he can improve upon this week. He wants to throw several bullpens. We won't have an update on him until Thursday when Alex Cora speaks to the media before the game against the Yankees, and hopefully we'll have an update there. Of course, after a rehab start, it's all about how you feel the next day, how your body responds. So hopefully Chris Sale can just bounce back. He, he said after the game, he said it's nothing that can't be ironed out. And while it wasn't the, the start that people probably were hoping for, there still was a lot of good to take away. He did reach 97 miles per hour. That's so that velocity still is there. His slider still is very lethal looking. There, there was no real hard contact. There was some soft contact, but there were no loud outs, so to say. So there was still a lot of good to take from Chris Sale's rehab start. And I don't know what the next move will be. Maybe they want to get him one more start in Worcester. Maybe he will throw those several bullpens and he'll make himself feel a little bit better. But I do 
in my opinion. I think that one more start in Worcester would be beneficial for him. But then all of a sudden you're at the all-star break. So do you want to keep going with that added rest? But I think maybe it would be smart to have him have one more start, even if it's just two innings. But if he can get those bullpens in, maybe those are just the innings right there. But we'll probably have some clarity on that pregame to first pitch against the Yankees. But something else that's kind of become the story of Sale's start is what happened afterward. He was very upset with himself, and we all know the kind of competitor he is. He gets really upset when he doesn't perform the way he believes he should because he doesn't want to let his team down when he's on the mound. In a video surface that's made its way on Twitter, if you haven't seen it, just Twitter search Chris Sale. You will It will probably be the first thing that pops up. And it's a video of him essentially losing his mind. He's seen ripping ATV from from the wall. He's just he's he's throwing a tantrum to to put it bluntly. And people are absolutely losing their minds over this. Some people are big mad about it. And Joey Mack, who covers the Woo Sox for the Worcester Telegram and Gazette, said that the TV was already broken. So it's not like Chris Hill went and destroyed ATV. And again. I think people are making way too big of a deal about him being upset. I think that Chris Sale expected five innings. I think he expected maybe a walk, maybe two walks. He's obviously not happy with how he performed for Worcester, and he was hoping to end his rehab on a good start, get activated to the Red Sox, and he knows he has not been healthy for a majority of his extension. He knows that the Tommy John has set him back. He knows that he's had his own setbacks and he's ready to compete for the Red Sox. He's ready to get back in front of the Fenway crowd. And it's just emotions. We see a lot of athletes just kind of let their emotions take over. I mean, I think, I don't think anyone can look back on their life and be like, oh yeah, I reacted rationally to every single event that happened in my life, whether it made me mad, whether it made me happy. We all react on our emotions in some way. And looking at Chris Sale's past and how he's reacted, he would be yelling at his teammates in the bullpen during the 2018 World Series. He's always there, and he's always there to really hype people up and to get them going in the best way possible. And he's upset with how he performed. No one was hurt during it. And yes, there is injury risk when you are acting on your emotions, just ask Carson Smith. But I just think people are overreacting to a five-second video And then he went back out into the dugout and supported his teammates. He knows what he wants to do. He knows how he wants to help his team. And he's not able to do that. So when you potentially end your rehab assignment on not the strongest note, you're going to be mad. Could he have handled it better? Probably, but I don't think it's the end of the world that he got a little mad. But we'll see where Thursday takes us in terms of Chris Sale, in terms of his return Of course, with Rich Hill still on the injured list with a knee sprain, it would be nice to have him back, just have that depth as a starter. No one is perfect, but like I said, there were still some positives to take away, even though his final line doesn't really show that kind of story. But I'm very interested to see what his next move will be. If it's up to him, I'm sure he's probably throwing a bullpen as we speak, but... That's probably something I would bet on. And betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development league reviews and news, including all things Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering info, including live sports, esports, betting, and so much more. Betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. So as always, we're going to end this show on the Mental Health Minute. Today's episode is a bit shorter than we usually do. 
but I do have an exciting crossover episode about to drop as well with Sully from Locked On MLB. We talk all things Red Sox, the state of the Red Sox, a little bit of messy hair. So we get we cover all, all of our bases, no pun intended. But today is my day off from my full-time job. So I am really excited to just kind of recharge and reset and kind of fill my cup, as they say, and be able to recharge and go back to work on Friday and give my best foot forward. I, I've had a lot on my plate between the NHL draft, between free agency starting next week in the NHL and wedding planning. So it's been a lot, like I said, a lot on my plate and I'm excited to just kind of relax, put my feet up today and please, Red Sox, please win. That, that's how I want to end my day. I want to end my day on a positive note, like we end this show on a positive note. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Locked On Red Sox podcast right here on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you can find us. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. Me at Lauren three laws, Lauren with four R's. Jake at Jake Iggy. Be sure to check out all the other shows across the network, Locked On MLB, Locked On Yankees, Locked On Rays. We all love being able to bring you baseball content Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Network. Be sure to check back Friday for a recap of Thursday's game and be on the lookout for Jake's post-game press conference with Chris Sale after his rehab start Wednesday at Polar Park. That will be dropping very soon. We are very excited. I know he is very excited for that episode, so be sure to check that out. And now that you've made Locked On Red Sox your first listen, head on over to Locked On MLB Prospects to make it listen number two of the day. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's bringing you all of his knowledge and perspective of MLB's stars of tomorrow, including Brian Bayo. So be sure to check him out. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, let's go Red Sox.